God is raising up spirit-filled sales professionals and entrepreneurs. The purpose of this show is to feature individuals who are crushing it in their space, partnering with Holy Spirit for a supernatural edge in sales and in business, for kingdom impact, for kingdom influence. If this podcast impacts you in any way, don't forget to subscribe. We'll be dropping fresh episodes weekly. Also, God is gathering a community, a tribe, if you will, of spirit-filled sales professionals and entrepreneurs. If you feel called to connect further, go ahead and join our Facebook group at Spirit-Filled Sales Professionals and Entrepreneurs. Hope you enjoy the show. See you on the other side. All right. Thanks for tuning in to the Spirit-Filled Sales Professionals and Entrepreneurs podcast. And I have a guest today that has to be one of my favorite guests to date. Uh, is a bit unique to have on a sales podcast, uh, but I will say this, he has been one of the most influential voices in not only my ministry career, uh, ministry path, ministry calling, whatever you want to call it, but, but in my sales game, because it was uh, in reading his material and understanding the truth that he released uh, is what gave me confidence and rest like nothing else. Uh, and that guest here is none other than Benjamin Dunn author of the happy gospel. Thank you so much for hopping on here today. I cannot wait. Hey, my to pleasure. Have a conversation. Awesome, man. My pleasure, yeah. man. Absolutely. Oh man. It's so good to, to talk with you and, and have you on here. And, uh, as well. and just, just for, for people that are listening, like, you know, the, the happy gospel is a, is a, is a necessary book, uh, to read in my opinion, to understanding the gospel. But that book was what really gave me a revelation that, uh, I'm a new creation Whoa. and then I can Come just, on. I can, I have had so much more confidence after that in sales that, you know, I was a happier person, man. I was happier and I was selling more. Yeah. And not only yeah, that, that's the, the resting and right? come, come on, man. On. I just started resting to the top of the leaderboard, but it was during yeah. that season about 11, 12 years ago uh, where I was diving in deep uh, to that. And it really turned my whole sales career around and really set the tone of my ministry path as well. But um, I, I'd love to just hear your journey, hear your story. Uh, and have people kind of tap into to what you carry uh, in yeah, terms man. of how you realized the gospel. Because listen, the gospel mm. in good theology has everything to do with you being successful in anything in life, whether that's business, ministry, family, relationships, you know, whatever it might be. So I'd love sure. to just hear your heart and have you share, man. Yeah. So when I, I guess I could just start where I first sort of encountered the, the true, real, living, happy gospel, the glad message, the glad tidings, the glorious glad tidings of our happy God. Um, I was already in ministry traveling, and uh, I got connected with a guy named Georgian Banoff, and we started touring together, traveling, and I remember every night he would be in these meetings preaching, and I would just be getting hit with these revelations of, of the gospel. I had never heard it. I, I had been a believer for years and I had never heard the gospel. And I mean, I, I feel like that's probably a, a pretty common story with most of uh, believing um, people. Maybe they've never even heard what the gospel is. You know, it's, it's a foreign language. Yeah. So I, uh, I really grabbed a hold of it and just dove into that wine cellar and started enjoying it for myself. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I put out the, the book, The Happy Gospel. I was uh, doing ministry for quite some years and 
traveling around, uh, reaching the poor, hanging out with the poor, throwing feasts for lepers, visiting people in the garbage dumps, the worst places of the world. And I've done that for quite a long time. And, um, and then I, you know, I just sort of got burnt out by it all. I went through a lot of uh, struggles with my yeah. wife. I was married for a decade, went through some adultery issues with, with that stuff and just got really destroyed and hurt. And about right at that time, I got signed to Sony Records and um, I'm also a creator of music. And so I, I went yeah. to the music industry, you know, I was like, I'm done with this church stuff. I'm going into the music industry right at the time I was getting a divorce. And so started wow. making a bunch of money and just really lost myself, you know, lost, uh, lost who I was, lost that, that precious identity. Um, not really losing the desire to publish the good news, but just burnt by the culture of it. You know, I was tired of those right. backroom green room talks with the pastors. Don't talk about new creation realities. Don't talk about, you know, being free from the power of sin, you know, wow. and it's, uh, it was really that just like heaviness going through divorce, um, making a bunch yeah. of money, getting, you know, going buck wild, being single. And uh, trying to heal myself, you know, getting lost right. in that bewitchment of self-help and, you know, producing my own uh, results, <laughs> so to speak. Man. And uh, I've, I'm just really thankful within the last uh, two years now, I've, I've just begun to just dive right back into that um, beautiful wine cellar. And it's never changed. Of course, he was there with me the whole time, even yeah. if I go to the pits of hell. He's there with me. He's so patient, so beautiful, and so kind. And uh, I'm just honored to be able to preach and publish the good news. You know, that's, that's what I'm here on earth to do. That's my purpose. That's, that's why I am on earth is to publish the happy gospel of that's Jesus so Christ. Good. Come yeah. on, man. Uh, you know, that's interesting. You're talking about like the self-help and all that, because yeah, um, and thanks for being transparent, vulnerable, and just open with with what. Hey, my pleasure. I feel like man. that's part of, yeah, yeah. It's part of just what I want to say. That's good, man. Uh, I think uh, you know you said something before we even started recording about the uh, the subtle bewitchments, you know. And I think that for yes. people who are in sales and in business, you know, as you begin to experience that cash flow, uh, right, right, that there are. All, I mean, and there's not only is there a subtle bewitchment <laughs> of of increase in finances, but then all of these different it's not, I mean, you don't have to go to church on a Sunday morning to hear religion. I mean, just look up right, any right. sales or entrepreneur, uh, that's popular today <laughs> and they got, yeah. they're, they're preaching, yeah. uh, hustle. They're preaching toil, totally. self works. Yeah. And I mean, it's the same thing. It's, it's, the, it's same the same thing, thing. here at a church. <laughs> <Yeah>, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd love to hear what you, you know, more about the subtle bewitchment and, and how, how did you start to come out of that? Um, you know, honestly, it was an unraveling of myself, you know, just a complete unraveling coming to the end of it. You know, it's like at some point there's only so much you can do. There's only so much striving. There's only so much work that you can do to try to perform, you know, this, all this yeah. performance, you like, you, you become dead, you know, you fall dead. And uh, that's sort of what happened to me. It was just um, loss of all my cash, loss of family, you know, re bad relationships, just, uh, just coming to the end of myself, you know, and, and realizing that there he is, you know, waiting for wow. me with a flood of grace and mercy at the end of that. And he's, 
like I said, he's so patient. <laughs> he's so kind. He doesn't force. He's not going to force me. And he just is just so sweet. And he lets he let me unravel. Um, and uh, that that's sort of the beginning. I started diving back into some of my favorite books, C.S. Lewis. I really wasn't like a epiphany moment. I mean, I always knew I carried that gospel. It's just never, it never leaves you. Yeah. I was just, you know, mixing the culture with, with what I was doing. I just didn't want to be a part of it anymore. I just didn't want to be a part of that, that world anymore. And, yeah. um, and I just realized, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Like it's, it's for me to have, to drink myself, to enjoy myself, you know, it's, it's, that's the, the glorious goodness of the gospel that it's for each believer to to enjoy um themselves you know before it goes out anywhere before it gets published before it gets preached you know it's for our own personal enjoyment and i i just discovered that again you know the re the remembering of that and then diving back into scripture of course and diving into my favorite translations i love bible translations i love tons of them and uh i mean yeah it's just the clarity happened like a switch. Boom. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that I think the core, <laughs> it's, it's uh, <laughs> the core, <laughs> the, uh, the core revelation. You can that, laugh, man. You just go man, I'm just like, this, it's so good. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. For oh, it's so good to have you on here, bro. And, and just to, I mean, nobody, I mean, like it's just so good to have you back on social media declaring the yes, gospel sir. and articulating it the way that you do uh, you, because Thank you know you there's just it. so there's so much just Thank glory you, on it and and, mm. and i think you know one of the the things that i walked away with the most uh that has never ever left me uh you know i was i was living in reading i was working sales job at the time and i was getting the kindness revelation and for for anybody yes. the kindness uh, new and kind, I'll let new you and share it, man. Yes. <laughs> that, that one thing was what shifted everything for me because I had struggled uh, with just lust and thoughts and all yeah. these things. And like, I had done all the self-help I had done all the inner healings totally. and all the Sozo meetings and all the, I peel, I had peeled back every onion layer I possibly could. I did. <laughs> There's more onion. I was, onion. Like, <laughs> I was like, I was just striving to fix this issue. And, uh, and then it was that revelation and you know, it was crazy during that time. It's not really, I don't hear it as much anymore, but they're saying, Oh, it's this, this hyper grace message, giving people a license to sin. And I'm like, I don't know what yeah, you're talking crazy. about. Cause I heard the message yeah. of Kynos and it completely Come delivered on. me from Come some on. of the struggles that I had been having. Yeah. Um, yeah. He transferred us out of the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of the son of his love. It's a transferring complete transfer, instant, complete transfer. You know, the new creation, Second uh, Corinthians chapter 5, new in kind, new in quality. I mean, I love diving into the fairs, the Greek lexicons, vines, everything that you can just read about it. And you see that this is not just like, you know, the same old person. You're not the same old person with the same struggles and the same sinful habits. You know, that he's given us a new heart. Ezekiel chapter 36, 26, he removed the heart of sin, the heart of flesh, the heart of stone, and gave us a new, tender, fresh, God-willed heart. The Message Bible says, I will remove the self-willed heart and give you a God-willed heart. And yeah, so, man, that is, that's our reality. That's our promise. That is the rest, you know, rest from yeah. our labors, resting from our struggles from sin. I mean, that is yep. what salvation is, salvation from sin into the kingdom of his love. 
So, so good, that's, man. that's yes, I don't mean to interrupt. That, I just get no. I you you can interrupt. <laughs> I, you're the guest, man. I want to hear you talk more than myself, honestly. <laughs> like, I'm with it. But the uh, yeah, that kinos revelation, just realizing that I'm not just a fresh, clean version of the old me. I'm a completely exactly. new creature in kind and that's quality, right. superior yes. to that which existed. Mm, or come on. And when I when I realized that, my confidence went through the roof, and I began to yeah. sell more. And come on, and that's then beautiful. When I, understanding the the ceasing from my own labors in the sales yeah. department. And yeah. I, I literally rested to the top of the leaderboard in that season. Um, That's awesome. And then, <laughs> I love how you say just, that. I rested it, to the top. It, it was, it was crazy because it wasn't that I was not working hard. It was that as yeah, I rested, of course. it was like I was infused with a ambition that mm. was not my own. It was the, yeah, the divine energy. Yes. The and divine I was working energy-o. harder. So yeah. maybe you could talk about that, man. What what does it look like? What, what's the theological foundation and framework for ceasing from our own efforts and labors? Well, yeah, well, first of all, you know, it's like, uh, I think we talked a little bit about the pressure to perform, you know, the pressure to get results is massive. You know, that is the subtle bewitchment, whether it's in your spiritual life or business or sales or whatever you're doing, like, like in, with me as a creator, you 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 know, you have all this pressure to perform and get a result. And yeah. uh, I think one of the the biggest sort of, I don't know, theological foundations we can stand on is that he is our good Lord. He's our shepherd and we don't lack. That's where we start. That's just, that's the starting point. You know what I mean? That's where we are. We're seated in heavenly places with him. Psalm 23, he makes me lie down in a sweet surrender posture by the easy and peaceful streams he <laughs> restores me he you know he's the one that's um that's giving us the feast he's the one that's that's producing the results basically you know it's never been us i think that's the the lie from the very beginning you know making ourselves god of ourselves which yeah. then is the the bewitchment you know per- performance and struggling and striving for a result when all he wants us to do is lay on his chest and rest and let him produce the results. And of course, it doesn't mean that you don't do anything. It just yeah. means that now what you do, you enjoy, which has so much more energy on it because there's pleasure in it. You know, there's, you like doing mm. it instead of it's like, oh man, I got to go sell some stuff or I got to go, you know, play at this uh, show. It's, you know, uh, it's not, you know, it's no fun. It's an enjoyment now. And I think that there's <laughs> way more result in enjoyment, you know, in enjoying what you're doing. And uh, I think that only comes with understanding and having a foundation of the rest, um, that blissful ease that he's given us in Jesus Christ. Oh, man. That's and so- he sets the feast. You know, yeah. he sets the feast in front of our face and he makes us to eat in front of our enemies. He anoints us with that fatness, right? And we're talking about abundance or whatever yeah. the results. He's the one that is the fatness. He is the anointing. You know, he is the anointed one. And he anoints us with himself. He gives us the gift of himself, the gift love, agape himself. And he is the feast. And I think that that's the foundation and everything else flows from that. Everything else you do. And, you know, if you enjoy that, enjoy the pleasure of that diving into that wine cellar, you know, the wine just produces itself, you know, it does its thing. Man, that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I uh actually I just did a like a training on this as a couple uh weeks ago about just practicing the presence on the sales floor. Beautiful. 
or in the sales field or wherever you're, if you're on zoom sales calls or whatever, but, uh, <laughs> but resting, <laughs> what yeah. I started to do was I would start to, I realized I could be in two places at once. I don't know. It's almost like, uh, I called it by locating internally because I would yeah. be internally enjoying the sweetness of his presence and just abide yes. and just drinking yeah. from the joy of I'm a new creation. You're my dad. I'm your son. You love to provide oh. for me. And I would just be like mm. in that, but on the outward, I would be working with a client or I yeah. would just be, you know, Beautiful. but it was, it was in that place of resting. And I was in a, it was a mobile secret place. It was like, I was totally. in the secret place. I was in my inner room, even while I was just out, just doing daily stuff. Um, oh, and yeah. that, that was, um, so yeah, I was curious, like, you know, what, what can you, how everyone's always kind of like, how do you practice the presence? Uh, maybe you can give people some practical tips of like, how do you actually enjoy this reality yeah. in the midst of the performance and the struggle or the, the striving right. and work? Or if you're changing, sure. a, you know, how do you, you're changing a diaper or whatever you're doing, but how do you right. actively tap into that? Yeah. I think again, it's the, the realization that, you know, you never cease. You have never stopped. You know, it's, it doesn't go, come and go. The presence of God doesn't come and go. You know, he doesn't leave you. He's with you always. He's inside of us. We have the indwelling presence, the Holy ghost, right? He's inside of us. And as we're washing the dishes, as we're, you know, wiping our baby's butts or whatever we got to do, there's that, <laughs> that enjoyment of, of being this, uh, this human being, uh, this new creation, it, enjoying him, enjoying divine realities. And I think that if you can um, just have that foundation, that there is no separation, you know, in what you're doing and his presence, he's entered into it all with us. Not only has he entered into our suffering, right or into yeah. the things that we go through he also enters into our work he enters into every place you know paul says i pray without ceasing you know there's no way you can pray without ceasing without you know realizing that oh yeah it doesn't stop it just never stops when i talk to you i'm praying when i'm walking i'm praying when i'm you know working i'm praying everything that i do is a manifestation of this reality every last little thing it permeates everything and i think that the foundation of realizing that there is no separation. He doesn't come and go and that there's nothing that you can do to make him leave. And there's nothing that you can do to make him stay. You know, it's that's so that foundation. It gets real good. It gets real juicy. Right. And you begin <laughs> to like experience it, you know, that, that click in your mind, that repentance, the change in your mind, you know, of what you did believe. Well, you know, I, I have to pray, you know, for three hours and then I got to go to work. You know, all those things actually require a change of our mind. You know, the, yeah. the word repentance, the changing of our minds. We just need to change our minds about it all and realize that God is with us eternally. And he's entered into every last bit of the human, you know, condition, predicament, everything. He is united with it 100% absolutely and always. I love that, man. Yeah, it's more like becoming a prayer. Yeah, Rather totally. than an activity or a work to do, exactly. your whole life becomes a prayer before exactly. the Lord. Man, that's right. So and that's the that that's the fruit, you know, the fruit of the spirit. It's like he's producing the fruit. It's not my fruit, it's not your fruit, it's the fruit yeah. of the spirit. It's the the fruit of God, you know, just just doing its thing, you know, that that super abundance. And I yeah, I think you're right, man. It's just uh recognizing 
acknowledging that our whole lives are a prayer. Our whole lives are a manifestation of worship, that he doesn't come and go. There's nothing I can do to make him leave. There's nothing I can do to make him stay. He's here. He's here. He's chosen that. Not because he, you know, we're inherently beautiful. Not because of anything I do or anything. You know, there's nothing that I do to make him stay. There's nothing that I've done to make him roll out. <laughs> he has chosen to unite himself with humanity. That's yeah. his choice. That's his gift love. That's agape. And then it flows out of us. It just comes out like a river. So, that's so good. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, when oh. you're talking about the, the, the ceasing from our own labors, one of the things that come to my mind is even from the very beginning, you know, when, when uh, the curse came upon uh, Adam yeah. and Eve and then, and then the, these offerings are brought to the Lord by Cain and Abel, and, and yeah. Abel brings uh, an offering, which is a slain lamb, or a, and then yeah, and then Cain, on, Cain brings the fruit of Whoa. his own, which just before that, hmm. the Lord said, "Cursed is the ground because of you, yeah. thorns and thistles totally. and sweat of your brow." Yeah. So if you think yeah. about it, Cain actually brought an offering to the Lord, which was the fruit of his own labor. His labors, and, yes. While while Abel brought a prophetic shadow of Christ, yeah, type of and, Christ. Yes. Christ is all throughout the the New Testament. The very first thing that was ever killed in the garden was the type of Christ. God clothed clothed them with the skins of the animals, yeah. you know, clothed them their nakedness. They thought they were naked. Okay, well, here's my here's my everlasting. Before the foundation of the world, the Lamb was slain, and I I think you're right on the money when uh you know with that the Cain and Abel story. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful. Yeah. Um, you know, if you can unpack that, you know, if you get dive into the scriptures, you unpack these things, you see, oh my goodness, Jesus, you're everywhere. And you are the offering. You're, you're, you are the labor, you know, he's the one that, that has done it for us. And we get to just enjoy that. And I think, I think that's what faith is. You know, it's not an exertion of our will. It's a leaning upon Jesus. It's a yeah. surrendering of our labors. It's a surrender. We surrender, Lord. We, we absolutely realize that we could not have not and will never be able to work this thing out. Only you. And that, that's the power of faith, man. That's the power of trusting in Jesus Christ. Mm. That's it, man. And I think this right here is where uh, this mindset, this revelation is going to be so foundational for sales professionals and entrepreneurs awesome. going forward to, to really break free from here's in, in what I feel my personal mission in all of this is to help entrepreneurs and sales professionals break free from the curse of, uh, of, of that was, that was placed upon us at the fall, yeah. the curse of yeah. the toil, the blood, sure. the sweat and the yeah. tears. Because if you think about it, the curse that was placed on Eve was pain, greatly increased pain during what labor childbirth, yeah, childbirth. Exactly. and then the, yeah. the curse upon adam was uh, a curse upon the labor wow. of his hands and of his yeah. work, the work of his hands, so yeah. what is it what does it look like if we have a curse-free life and we started to yeah. tap into this my wife and i um we started to believe for pain-free birth because beautiful maybe, come on man maybe maybe we don't have to go through that and uh, we've had four kids now and uh, and you, you would ask her, you could ask her every single one of them was born in a very, very speedy time with no pain medication, no, Ooh, epidemic, without any pain. was there pressure? Yeah. yeah. Was it difficult? I'm sure it was easy, but at the same time, <laughs> right. the pain was gone and it was way 
easier than what a lot of yes. people go through. And there's no shame yes. for anybody that has had like crazy situations in labor. Totally, but no. there's, there's something available in the gospel to step into that the, the curse of even pain in childbirth is yeah. actually been, we've been removed if we have faith yeah. or want to rest. Yeah, into that's it. right. That's right. And, and I, I want to see what that looks like. My mission is what yeah. does that look like in sales? What yeah. does that look like in business to awesome. have that pain that. removed? Um, yeah. And maybe you could speak to the curse being reversed a little bit and just, yeah, I mean, God made him a curse. God made him become sin. He who knew nothing, he made him to become sin so that we might become the righteousness of God and Jesus Christ. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the reality. You know, I like how you say, when you rest into something, you know, we're so familiar. If you're a believer, you're so familiar with the ideas of pressing into it, right. Or like pushing into it, striving. And, um, it's really (laughs) just a resting, a following upon that, you know, following upon the reality that he took the curse away. Behold the lamb of God who takes the sin of the cosmos away sin and the consequences. That's what uh, Isaiah says. He will remove the sin along with its consequences. That's the Amplified Bible. I realized that recently the Amplified Bible was changed a little bit. Um, So now it's called the Amplified Bible Classic. But if you look in the Amplified Bible Classic in Isaiah, you'll see that, you know, that he'll take away the sins with its consequences. Wow. I love that. I love that, man. I need that. Take away the, (laughs) right? Like (laughs) long, everlasting life. Think about the, the long, healthy, joyful life that we're, we're able to, um, to enjoy. I, I visited a uh, place in, in uh, Stillfontein, South Africa, and there was a guy named Kuvis Van Rensburg. And mm. the guy ha- personally had been raised from the dead like 12 or 13 times and yeah. just had articulation of the gospel like I've never heard before. He actually, uh, you know, there are signs and wonders. His church was completely decorated with wheelchairs and crutches and you know things that were trophies now things that were part of that curse now became trophies uh for his church even he even had this life-size crucifix i know that's kind of a little bit odd but he had this life-size crucifix uh in the in, in his church and i visited one time and i'm i look on the floor and this janitor is mopping up blood from the floor And I'm like, what is going on? And the janitor looked at me and he said, shh, don't tell anybody. Like, basically, the thing was bleeding supernaturally. (laughs) It was amazing. And uh, I know that's super weird, a little bit odd, but God likes that odd stuff. And they didn't want to tell anybody because it would start some kind of weird, you know, everyone comes there to see some weird miracle. But God's just amazingly fun. And he he loves, he loves that. He, He wants us to enjoy and rest, like you said, rest into these promises, rest into leaning, falling, surrendering our own, you know, will, surrendering our own labors, falling upon him, falling into the blessing. It's a falling into blessing. <laughs> you know, it's not a pushing into blessing. It's not a pressing into blessing. It's falling into that blessing, that blessed life that he's prepared for us and with his servant body. Thank you, Jesus. oh my goodness that and that is why that is why i had you on here because yeah get the god so forget about sicknesses right forget that sicknesses. forget sickness like this is our promise it's our inheritance this is what we get to enjoy as 
as kids. You know what I mean? It's like mm. the, these are the things that we get to rest in. I, I don't mean to interrupt again, but th- I just wanted no. to bring it back to that curse-free life. You know, this is yes. what we get to enjoy. This is Christianity. This is being a little Christ. It is being curse-free, connected, joined with him, in union with him, in his death, in his burial, and his resurrected life. The word where we're sharing his resurrected life, it's soon echo, soon doxazo. And that means we're co-glorified. The co-glorified life. I mean, it's not our own glory. It's not because of our labors. Again, it's being connected with him by by his, you know, desire to to free us from these things that destroy us, man. And it's it's yeah. all by his great, beautiful love. And mm. it, it eliminates it eliminates our opportunity for pride because totally we can't that no man but both. <laughs> we did, no we didn't do it. It's like yes. I just can't, you know, there's such a, there's a couple of things I'm going to hit on with this. And I, I'm, only reason I'm trying to say this is to give you something to spring off of, but like, it's, uh, it, 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 we have these glorification of the rags to riches stories, which I think are great. Like we need to hear people who started with nothing and they came to this place. But what we have a difficult time with in our culture is the people who received an inheritance and actually did something with it. And it's yeah. like, it, it, they received it for free. They got it. Oh, you got daddy bought you a truck. I had to work for mine, you know? And it's like, right. it's, it's this almost it's offensive. It, <laughs> yes. It's offensive to get it for free. And, but I oh, think, really? I think that there's, you know, another thing I hear, I, I hear this all the time. There's no shortcuts in the kingdom or I hear people say there's no shortcuts in business or no shortcuts to success. And I'm sitting here thinking, and I'm like, I can give you I can't even count the amount of shortcuts I can find in the Bible. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, there's, it's just a whole book full of shortcuts of people getting yeah. instant breakthroughs and instant healings, transporting yeah. from one side of a lake to another, storm stopping instantly, water, water to wine. I mean, yeah, the I'm shortcut to life shortcut. being raised from the dead. I mean, that's, you know yeah. what I mean? He is the divine shortcut. That's how it, how it goes. Come on. It, that's what he likes to do. He just likes to provide a beautiful, easy way. We were created for that ease. Yeah. You know, we weren't created to labor and sweat. And we were created to enjoy what we do. I mean, the garden works, as you say. Yes. I love that because it does involve work in work, but it was something they love would love to do. It's like what we want to do. You know what I mean? It's it's um it's works prepared for us to do. And yeah. I, I love that. I love that. Um that that's where you're at and that's where I'm at. Thank that's you, Jesus. A, man, I'm all because <laughs> I think that there's just such a uh, emphasis placed on the only way you can have character in life is if you go through difficult things. And I'm thinking, well, okay, I, I agree that we can develop character out of difficult things because God is good and he doesn't throw anything away. Um, but, right. but what if, I mean, did... I mean, did, did the angels need to go through difficult time to get character? I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> right, but, right. I'm, I'm trying to figure out like, right. did, did God right. give it to them in their virtue, right. in their nature? Right. And uh, right. so, yeah, anyway, I mean, there's so many things to that. Oh, dude, it's it's endless. It's You, you can't fill the earth with all of the revelation. You know, it's, it's beautiful. It's so, so full, that yeah. fatness of what he's and, done and for us. It's uh, in sales and in business, you know, what do shortcuts look like? You know, it's like, well, you may experience a level of breakthrough in business that would have taken other people years of networking or years sure. of effort. Uh, but sure. there, there's something that God wants to do where it's just like you, you instantly 
have the connections. You, you have yeah. the ease and the flow and yeah, it's not about a, a absence of hard work. I think it's like, it's sure. literally being filled with that energy uh, and experiencing it. I, I think that there's divine impartations of character, uh, of, yeah. work, of even work ethic. God can release yeah. it and increase like a grace upon your work ethic. So like, totally. like yeah. so just not even a part of who you are anymore. Uh, yes. But yeah, I, I, uh, man, I'm just trying to figure out where to go here. Cause I feel like there's a million different roads that I want to go down, but I'm like, <laughs> we can go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. The, the shortcut thing though, is a big one. Uh, you know, I've, I've really been hitting on that for a long time because beautiful. And, oh, you know what? There, there it is. What you had said about ease, we were created for ease, you know, and, and yes. when you look at where we were even placed, you look at the original blueprint, Adam and Eve were placed in the garden of Eden, which, you know, yes. for anybody who who's been studying this out, it, it means pleasure. So we've been literally, and, and we were given a, a mandate to tend and to keep the garden pleasure. of what pleasure. So pleasure. our purpose was to work for expansion and protection yeah. of pleasure, <laughs> which is on, like, so, so when you take that and you're like, okay, so that's part of our original purpose and design is to work and protect. So when, and when how much more that, now, yeah. you know, that we're, new and kind, new and quality, do we get to produce these Eden works, you know, these Eden outflows, the rivers of Eden are in our belly now, just yeah. flowing out. And in that river, there's gold. <laughs> yes. Oh, <man>. Jesus. <laughs> it's Jesus. all, and then, you know, on top of that, it's uh, the, with, with creativity, I, I think about it being, we're created for that ease. We're created mm -hmm. for that. When you think of any created invention at all, it's like, what is the purpose behind that invention? Like, why did they invent the vehicle to get from one place to another easier? Totally. It's like all totally. of ingenuity, all creativity, on, it's like That's the beautiful. foundation yes. of it is actually yes. to create more ease. So, beautiful. so if we didn't have an innate value for ease built into us from God, we wouldn't yeah. be creative at all. We'd all still be totally. riding horses or something, or maybe walking. Totally. Yeah brushing our teeth with sticks yeah <laughs> i don't know what we'd be wiping with but you know <laughs> so man but yeah if anything else that you want to say i know another thing too you know when we hopped on you have a business as well uh that you you're launching it's like a charcuterie uh, and, and wedding thing and so you you got you, you're doing business now as well and are you um are you planning on on launching into anything from here as far as ministry goes or what i guess you know where you, you know, going yes like i uh so i i'm a creator you know at heart that's what i love to do that's that's what i've always done um i i've been in ministry but in ministry i, I my desire was creation you know, creating worship songs or creating books so uh at this point we're i'm i'm enjoying being a father in san diego here i'm enjoying that dad life and um, I, I am put on earth, like I said, to publish the good news. And so I, I'm um, probably going to continue to do that. <laughs> and we have, like I said, we have this uh, business called Cornucopia. And it's uh, food art, food platters for weddings and private events. It's, it's, um, it's something that's an outflow of our heart. And uh, my girl and I, it's, a, it's the overflow. And it's something that we love to do. It's something that she loves to do. And it's just to represent the abundance, the, all of that abundance that, that we get to have. And so that's, that's what's on, on the menu for me is enjoying the sweet, glad tidings of the happy God and publishing it. That's it. 
whatever awesome. whatever avenue that that takes me and of course seeing seeing the manifestation what does that look like like you said you know whether it be healing you know eyes opening up lepers legs you know growing back these are the these are all beautiful promises and realities that we get to share so i i think that that's heavily in store for me awesome man that's yeah. good uh well i appreciate you being on here so much My pleasure, dude. Uh, and uh, I'll, I'll just get yeah, everybody you know if you want to <laughs> follow him uh instagram benjamin dunn uh, and then also be sure to check out, I mean, there's just a, uh, you have the happy gospel is probably the best place to start when it comes to, to yes. uh, reading. So if you want to go and get that, I know he has several other books available, uh, on Amazon and on his website. And, and you just published an, a new one, didn't you? Yes. Uh, I published, uh, Eterna Fontana. The last two books I've written are more, they're less theology and more poetry and prose, um, a couple of them, like the first one is called The Feral American. It was written in a time when I was unraveling. And so I don't, uh, you know, read it, yeah, but read it for what it is. You know, it's just uh, <laughs> wild stories and interesting ideas and poetry. But really, the, the foundation of the gospel is in the happy gospel. That, that, that book yeah. is um, definitely my favorite thing that I've ever written. And the last one I wrote is more some ideas about time. Uh, mystic ideas about being released because also time is is part of that that curse right so we can live yeah. in these timeless states where you know let's say you're you're doing something amazing like i've felt myself in the flow state of creation uh all of a sudden eight hours go by and you don't even realize it you've just been so enjoying what you're doing that yeah. you don't experience time and uh that's mm. written in prose and poetry so um, it's not theological, but if you want to get some theology, some foundation, that's definitely in the happy gospel. Awesome. So the feral American is more like your Ecclesiastes or whatever then. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about concubines and all kinds yeah. of things. Yeah. <laughs> right on. And then, uh, yeah, I got to check that eternal, uh, eternal Fontana. That sounds awesome, man. Talk about flow state and stuff like that. And, yes. um, but yeah, I appreciate you hopping on here. Is there anywhere else yes, you want to send people? Do you have a website or anything or uh, just? I send... don't know. I purposely okay. just don't. I don't want to have anything like that at the moment. Um, you can check out my music, The Wild Wild. Um, that's sort of my more mainstream stuff. You can check yeah. that out on Spotify, Apple Music. And then, of course, my books on Amazon. And uh, follow me on Instagram, The Benjamin Dunn. Awesome, and we can talk man. about the gospel all day. Sounds good. <laughs> well, uh, appreciate you being on and yes sir thank uh, you so much definitely. for having me i really appreciate it for giving me an opportunity to to preach the gospel it's it's an honor this is one of the first things that i've done since my unraveling and i really really am honored and appreciate it that's awesome man well equal uh, equally honored and, and appreciative of you hopping on and i uh, hope to have more conversations with you in the future yes, can't wait